It is Thursday night. It is 8 p.m. It is your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast, and it is days removed from WrestleMania, the Raw after Mania, a sale possibly happening, and the sky beginning to fall, according to anyone you talk to online. Folks, buckle in. We got a big night ahead. Your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast starts right now. It's season three, episode 10 of your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to the show. Will here tonight with two chains, fresh back from his ventures, his adventures, we should say, to WrestleMania. We're going to have a lot to cover tonight because my man was on the ground. I was watching at home. So we've seen it from different perspectives. And Lord knows it's been a week. So we're, we're only the two of us tonight. A lot of the guys are busy spring break and that kind of stuff going on as we head into April. But we are here to run down the showcase of the immortals and uh, everything else is going on, including a whole lot of big business happening in the wrestling world. So we'll talk about that more in the second half, but we're going to start, I think right at the top because Lord knows WrestleMania two nights, a whole lot going on, but people are talking about all kinds of stuff when it comes to WrestleMania. But I think the first thing you got to tackle right out of the gate is the main event. The main event probably has the most people talking a whole lot of, you know, people upset a whole lot of people gloom and doom and what the hell's going on for all kinds of different reasons. But right out of the gate, let's talk about the, the elephant in the room. Cody Rhodes, WrestleMania was the American nightmare ruined by not defeating Roman Reigns. And I, I, I before I even jump in, since you were there, because I've seen some interesting videos on like online of like the moment the pin count happened and how it was received in the building. But you were there. So I'm curious. The main event, the whole scene in the building, before we even talk about the broadcast, too, James, since yeah. you were there as press for Big Gold Belt Media. How is it? How how did this go down in the building live and in person? It's a lot of shout outs I want to give too. So we'll talk about the main event, but I want I did overall the, the weekend in terms of just the wrestling community, the WWE fan base, I should say WWE universe, uh, WWE staff, uh, the, the, the superstars up and down the board was such an amazing time. But um, the main event, um, which I watched very closely, I was sitting uh, one next to my cousin uh, who also uh in, in contributing and helping alongside for big old belt media shout out to my cousin trent d's uh probably watching and listening right now 
Um, and then the, to the other side of me was Alex, uh, Queen of the Ring, who I have been a fan of her work for a very long time and finally getting a chance to meet her uh, was just a uh, very pleasant um, time from just the sidebar and kind of tapping into her knowledge and, and her perspective on things was very enlightening. We got to get her on the show very soon. Um, but I, here's where I stood. I, I was absolutely all the way team Cody Rose and I loved watching um a pay-per-view with that group of folks i did because um it, it, it was different and there was definitely some folks who were super sophisticated and mature about it then there absolutely was some <laughs> hardcore fans even in media that were just like tribal chief this or cody rose that and whatnot um but ultimately we watched in the press box so um and and I and I know for a fact that you know the night night one I went down for the main event for the tag match because I wanted to experience that in the crowd. But I have my reservations about experiencing the the, the main event in the crowd because I was like, oh, this could get crazy. But I will say this: I will say this. I was team I was team Cody Rose all the way, and I was absolutely devastated. And I even think I I don't want to speak for her, but I almost want to say Alex was also kind of just kind of baffled, like, wow, like. Cody lost, but she she and I want to give her credit on on two things. One thing I tweeted is that listen, when that main event went off, like I, I'm sorry, when that main event uh came on, or so I say, when mm -hmm. when the entrances came on, our press box was bouncing. That stadium was hot. Folks were in for this. And then the second thing she said was like, "Hey, take a look into the to the crowd, like right below us." So kind of had to like come really close to the glass to kind of look right over. Oh, there was tons of Roman fans and they might have not been cheering, but they had those ones up. There was a hardcore presence for Roman in there. So mm -hmm. regardless of folks being very vocal about Cody not losing, the loyal, the loyalists of the tribal chief was in the building. They just weren't talking. <laughs> they And I, I, I love that. I love that swag because much like Roman, they're just like, I came, I conquered, I smashed and I'm out. I don't need to make a big hurrah here. And they were, the folks had their ones up. And I will say, like, I've been in sporting events. Um, you know, if you've ever been to a, a, a NBA playoff game where the home team loses, oh, it is completely at the devil. You thought so, you would think somebody have died, but right. This Air just gets sucked out of the room. Yeah, exactly. For this, there was, I think, a, a very healthy divide of folks like, oh man, Cody didn't get it, predictions of what's gonna happen with Cody. But folks saying, like, listen, the Nas the Tribal Chief, he's the, he's the man, you know? And folks are completely happy and were confident about their predictions there. So I think everybody went home to some extent satisfied with what happened overall for the car. But I definitely think people were looking for that Cinderella Disney ending with Cody that I actually was, too, until I sat back and thought about it for a while. And I want to go right into that. And I, I'll give it back to you in a second. But as much as I wanted Cody to win, the more and more logical I started to think about this and took my heart out of it it made no sense for him to win there's a lot of reasons why it didn't make any sense the first thing is there may be another wrestler for a very long time to get a thousand days so why not just go ahead and knock that accolade out for him why not give him that stamp of approval of reaching that milestone of a thousand days mm -hmm. cody can get the championship at any given time and it will be just as satisfying the build may not be everything that we wanted it to be right now, but like the hard times error that we're about to go with Cody Rose. Oh, you can get behind that because once you start talking about that, you actually start to tap into a lot of the reasons why people got 
behind Drew McIntyre. And people should have got behind Drew uh, Jinder Mahal because it's the same story. But it's the folks who got kept getting put back, ultimately released to come back and be stronger and to become the champion and became ultimate faces of the company. It should have been Jinder, but of course, y'all, y'all, y'all won't see the differences there, but it's, it's literally the same story. You can easily do that with Cody. Um, but beyond, I want I don't want to talk too much about that. Then the other thing is, well, if Cody would have won, what happens to Solo Sakura? That's that was my thing. You let Cody win, and then the bloodlines completely disintegrated. Solo absolutely would have had nothing to do going forward. And you didn't want to establishing that the bloodline elevated everybody around. Cody wins, there's nothing for solo. I couldn't think of anything that made sense besides like, oh, give him a solo run. He has endless momentum. You're making him basically start from the beginning. He might as well have just been called up from NXT the next day if that's what you just thought was going to make sense. But having him still closely aligned with the Tribal Chief, having him start to open his shell a little bit, start to gain more of a personality outside of the enforcer, start to have him to make his own decisions, much like Jay and Jimmy had to kind of do. Give Solo that time, too, while Roman gets to his 1,000 days. I think makes a beneficial thing for everybody around so you know my heart was in for cody but now that i started thinking about it logically i thought like cody's gonna be okay cody's gonna be okay and the audience while they were mountainly devastated about time we got out of the stadium everybody was okay everybody i think was okay <laughs> the internet is a weird place because when you're at a live event that same posture do not exist it just doesn't i almost didn't even want to even be on twitter i just did it for the sake of coverage but that live experience, everybody's happy. Everybody's happy, even if it didn't go the way you didn't want it to go. Even matches that may not have had the most momentum. I mean, hell, weren't people talking about Rhea and Charlotte not having no build? Just for oh, yeah. everybody to say that was the best match of the week. Tore the house down. Tore the house down. <laughs> so I'm just saying that live experience is something special there. And I think that's all that matters is that while there were folks on two different sides, I think that ultimately – the tribal chief and the bloodline and their supporters, everybody was there in full flag, throwing up the ones. Might have been silent. There definitely was some cheers, but at the end of the day, folks were just walking around proving it like, hey, that's all you need to know right there. That's it. And then the Cody fans are just like, okay, what, what's next for them? Optimistic, a little disappointed right now, but optimistic on what possibly could come. So, um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not upset at all. It's more story to be told. And as people that love long-term storytelling, well, let's let's sit back for the ride. Let's see what they got. Let's see what we got, folks. So Cody's not ruined, is what you're saying. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. The internet wants not... to ruin him, but the oh, live they fans now. Yeah, they do. They do. I've heard it so many times this week. He is ruined. He's <laughs> it's never going to get a chance like this again. There's no coming back from this. He's been lugered. It's all over for Cody Rhodes. It's all over for him. Luger. I swear. Jeez. When, <laughs> yeah, people people bringing up Luger not beating Yokozuna. People throwing that around like it's, oh, my God. Yeah, it, it's not, something else. Yeah, not like that documentary came out and explained what really happened behind that, by the way, too. Like, <laughs> it's not even the same at all. <laughs> so so last week when you were traveling to WrestleMania and yeah. we were here doing the show and it was me, Damian, and Celis last week, I talked yeah. about how one of the best parts of the main event, I thought, was going to be that it was truly a match that could go either way. There was no clear winner. There were stories to tell whether Cody won the belt or whether Roman Reigns won the belt. And also, depending how it would sync up with what happened with the Usos and Sami Zayn and KO the night before. 
I don't yeah. think there was two nights of stories to tell here. And no matter what happened on night one, when it got time for that main event, it could go either way. So there was by no means when I was watching it, the entrances, the whole atmosphere, I thought it was off the charts. I thought Cody had all the momentum in the world coming out there. I was like, oh my God, this, this feels like it should be yeah. Cody. It feels like it should be Cody. But yeah. the whole time, the whole time in my head, in my heart, I'm thinking Cody Rhodes. In my head, it's like, don't ever bet against the tribal chief. You know, <laughs> don't ever bet against the tribal chief with all his guys out there. So it was yeah. always there. And I think the longer the match went, it just got like, you know, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, the longer the match goes, it kept thinking a thousand days. Like you were saying, there's, there's lots of story to tell here. And, and also the factor, like if they lose, if the bloodline loses both sets of belts on the weekend, it's like, then what do you do with them? There's a lot more you can do with, you have the Usos lose, but Roman's still champ. The bloodline yeah. has not completely fallen. They've taken yeah. a major blow, but they have mm-hmm. not completely fallen. How they did it with the interference, ah, uh, you know, it's it's pretty simple. It's classic old school wrestling heel interference. You know, like he, he well, hey, he's a heel. He's bad. He's a bad guy. He's a tribal chief. It's what happens. Um, and then, and happened, then, I mean, it was, it was, I, I would just say there was, I, I was, there was, you know, it was a shocking moment when it happened. Mm-hmm. But very quickly, it became for me, all yeah. right. Where does Cody go from here? Where where do we take this tomorrow night? And one other thing I was going to say was, as I saw videos surface online of people in the building, the big thing that got me was in that moment, there weren't booze. No, it was a lot of like, if anything, there was like, there was audible cheering. It was like, you know, people were not like, it's not like that finish happened and people were just like, oh, hell no. There was a lot of, I think like a combination of shock but also the Roman Reigns fans being like, that's right. It's, that's our tribal chief. You know, it is very much the same as, shall I say the, the, the sort of the, um, the overall in tone when the streak was uh, broken. Mm-hmm. I don't think, and I don't recall, I wasn't there, but I don't recall anybody ever saying that Brock was booed, but I think people were so shocked. They were shocked. They were shocked into silence. Yeah, not, like, what does this mean? Yeah, like, it was, yeah. and I think it was the same thing. There was a stock inside. See, the one thing now that's different um, is that, you know, folks understand that there's this element of social media, um, a component of social media that's potentially valuable for whatever folks' plan is, and that's going viral. So, like, people at times tend to over-exaggerate certain situations in order to get themselves over you know like the dude in the crowd i know you know what video i'm talking about here and dude oh, doing yeah. a temper tantrum i know exactly where he was sitting he was sitting um uh that was like row one 116 so he's like somewhere a little bit down like 114 maybe 112 I'm, I'm no i'm sorry 126 so 124 something around now i know where he was sitting but i mean like you do that because i mean and granted some fans could be that passionate but ultimately it wasn't that serious it wasn't that serious. You know, rest, the, the one thing about wrestling, as I t- try to explain to folks who has no clue why grown folks still watch wrestling, is like, you watch reality TV. I'm sure you do it to some extent. Even shows that you didn't realize was a reality show is. But, like, you like combat sports. Okay, put the two together and realize that this is something you can invest in that will never end. This has been going on for years, which means that you have confidence that this show is never going to get canceled. So you can invest into it long term. And just it's ride a soap out the opera. Front. It's it. 
it's it. It never ends. For all the folks who want the eight-hour avatar cut, guess what? WWE got the a billion-hour cut <laughs> programming that can go forever. And I, I think that like you have to at some point have a little bit of level of intelligence to realize, like, okay, this didn't go the way I want it. If you're sitting here out here personally invested, or do you want to just predict everything? Knowing that there's a story that's going to be told tomorrow, page another page in the in the book, another uh, chapter to come, and so on. So, like, I instantly said the same thing. And again, uh, you know, um, conversing with Alex, kind of was like, okay, I can't believe that happened. So, what's next? I'm just like, I, I don't know yet. I really don't know what you do with Cody yet. But I know they're going to do something. It's not over. Cody, Cody's not like cut from the team. He's <laughs> like going to free agency. He's like, no, it's the first loss he's had in WWE. Yeah. You know, yeah. since he was out all that darn time. Yeah. It's, it's not over for him. Where yeah. he goes from here, you know, we got our little taste of everything with Brock Lesnar on Monday. But I saw a few people, you know, bring up the idea of like the only adversity he had faced was the injury. And that yeah. was it. And that, and and that, that injury, of course, it took it. Yeah. And it took him off TV. So it on TV, playing. he has not had adversity on TV, yeah. you know, as part of his storyline since returning. So, and 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 honestly, I mean, there's a lot of good things they can do with him after I seen the Brock situation. I mean, first of all, let's give a let's give a quick nod to Solo again. Look at the juggernaut that's in that ring, and Solo's right there. This is why oh, it's he's like, totally in the mix, absolutely. And this is why Roman winning only benefits the folks around him. We love Solo, but you can easily say, well, he's an enforcer, which is pretty close to being a manager. Which means that, like, once the champion's gone, then so so is the manager essentially. Uh, but this keeps him strong. This gives him a little bit of direction. And this also keeps the fans optimistic on like, hey, what can we do? What do you want to do with him? So like the last thing I will say is that the hard times era is what I think is coming, where we're going to see the adversity with Cody. And when you want to talk about him being that Ner- the American nightmare um, and, and, and obviously his rendition of American dream, well, let's talk about the American dream. What's more American than showing resilience? To get mm-hmm. beat down, to get back up. That's the story you always can get behind. That's why people like Drew McIntyre, because no one liked him in 3MB. But he went out on the indies, rebranded himself, came back with a monstrous physique, told his story. You're like, shit, I like that. And he's still over. <laughs> he's still one of the most over folks, which is so mind-blowing. And again, it should be Jinder Mahal, too. But, you, you know, we won't talk about that because he did the exact same thing. <laughs> just, 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 for, you know, just so you know. <laughs> But um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see Cody Rose. And and the last thing I want to say while we're just fantasy booking, we did hear that Seth Rollins acknowledged that Cody and him had some backstage, you know, and that came off the shrimp of like Seth feeling like he should be in that position. How did this new shiny Tory come in here and steal all the hard work that Seth has been doing in the in in, in all this time, and he should be in championship picture? Hey. You bring that to the forefront, you make that you make that some programming there. That's gonna be that's that's an easy three to four months of, of more storytelling about who actually deserves to be in the top spot. Let them let them go as change blows on that note. So like there's plenty of there's plenty of stuff for Cody to do. And Roman gets his a thousand days, and then hopefully he'll get um a thousand days of rest. Not saying I want him to leave, but he deserves <laughs> an absolute rest for completely carrying the company for all this time. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So we got the main event out of the way. So let's shift gears here. Bigger picture. Because of course this was a two-night show. So 
No need to go into every damn last damn te- detail, but let's knock out the greatest hits, our favorite WrestleMania moments yes, between the two nights. And since we got the two of just the two of us here, I think we can hit each night separately. So night one got for night one. It's a toss up for me between Ray and Dominic had a everything about that damn match from yeah. the intros to the telenovela family drama around ringside to just the match itself. I thought they just hit a damn home run with that match in every possible way. Classic, just sports entertainment, pro wrestling ridiculousness with the mom and the sister and the entrances and Snoop Dogg. Like it could not have, I don't think that match could have been any better. There's nothing I can take away from it or add to it in any possible way. I thought that was just perfect um, yeah yeah just glorifying going to jail to get a wrestlemania match you know that's that's the way to go here <laughs> <laughs> hey you do I what get, you gotta do <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do you're entirely right and ray is having a mvp month it should be noted as i got my captain crunch ray ray mysterio box back here um ray's ray's hitting on all cylinders i quickly will say for 30 seconds really quick the match mm-hmm. of the weekend for me is bangers 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 oh hell listen, yes listen I, I i i expected nothing less and god man it's even hard to put into words how damn good that mat that, that match is master class and listen gunther winning is also i feel like a direct effect of cody also losing because gunther loses cody wins you have to put him right in that picture right away you right uh-huh. away but Gunther's staying put, keeps him very much relevant in that space, and still have a lot of other folks that you can you can run this match back again for all for all intents and purposes here. But bangers, 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 man. And um man, if you saw the after effects of that, hey, you still out here thinking wrestling ain't real. <laughs> I tell you, I turned the sound up loud on that one to hear all those damn hits. We had we had everybody talking here about like they ain't using no chairs, they ain't using no weapons. That is just man beating on other damn man with fists. That bangers, is just pure bangers, violence. Bangers, yep, yeah, pure for, violence. <laughs> for night two, that was my favorite match by far. The Intercontinental Title, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. Can't, of course, overlook Sammy and KO and the Usos. That was everything it should have been. And like you were saying earlier with the idea that, you know, Cody didn't get, you know, the, the, the Cinderella story ending. He didn't get the super, you know, the storybook ending on night two. On night one, you did get the storybook ending on night one. And I think that might have been part of what they were looking at is the idea that if we do the happy ending both nights and what's left. We're giving it to you on night one. We're giving you the big finale with KO and Sammy, and you're going to get the hug and them overcoming the odds and everything. And if you just run that back on night two with Cody, then what's left? You know, you're, you're totally, you totally tear down the bloodline. You got to move on to other stuff, I guess. But KO and Sammy and the Usos, they put on a damn show. That was a hell of a, you know, of course, we were worried if it was going to close the show. It totally did. It got its rightful spot. It got time. It got the finish that we were all hoping for. That was such a good damn match. It just, I don't know. That, that night of the two nights, night one is definitely a couple notches above night two in my mind. But yeah, that, I, that closing I, the show I thought was perfect. 
Yeah, and I think because like like anything, you know, when you well, the first night, it's completely open to all wow. I mean, you haven't seen the atmosphere, you haven't seen the whole aesthetic, you haven't right. felt that energy. I mean, you it's it's like a red bull. You yeah. you, you get the juice. <laughs> but by night two, you got to come down a little bit, or maybe you some people completely crash, but you're not gonna be off that same high you were the first day. Um, yeah. but if you take an equal playing field and play both of those cards side by side, I still do think night one, um, a slight edge because there were some amazing things on night two. Bianca Belair's entrance, uh, yes, best yeah, entrance I mean, of the weekend, probably. I gave me gave me tears like I was <laughs> and then obviously the main event, which clearly had everybody on their feet their entire time and also had people silenced at the end. I mean, that's that's the reaction right there. It's, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, I think if you played them both side by side, I think night one edges it just a little bit. But night two, completely solid. There's no fall off. You just have to just take away the fact that everything that night that night one got an advantage of. You obviously can't apply for night two like what the set looks like the rolling posters which was amazing and mm -hmm. you know what surprises may happen and whatnot like you know and shame it man <laughs> oh geez <laughs> shane what the hell were you thinking jumping yeah. around like that at that age yeah. no 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 so hey, credit, all, all the credit in the world to snoop dogg for keeping that segment together and keeping it from going off the rails. I listen, I was telling the story, and I want to read some of these comments real quick, but I was telling the story about the May Young Classic, and I said, well, now Tegan Knotts went down, uh, Rhea Ripley uh, came out, and obviously they were rumoring that Tegan Knotts was going to win the May Young Classic, and Rhea Ripley came in, and this is when everything began for her. This is when she became the star. Realizing that she was hurt, and it was a legitimate injury, and she had to go in and, and and also add insult to injury by stomping on her, by making it b becoming a monster hill that she became. This was the switch of the gimmick and everything. I don't know what the first thing was, but maybe that was like the happy to be here gimmick. But this is when the brutality of Rhea Ripley started at that very moment. And I think wrestlers or talent, anybody who has that instinctual moment to know when and how to improvise in the way they do is the it factor. I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but if Snoop Dogg was like 30 years younger, I think we may have had something here because that was a game changer saving moment. That segment does not look flawed at all. It literally looked like Snoop just had the cue and went and did his thing. What a what a what a professional. We we don't deserve Snoop, man. We did we just don't. Uh let me read a couple of comments real quick too. Go ahead, Will. Man, yeah, no, Snoop totally saved the day. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what Snoop can't do. No kidding. Hip hop yeah. pundit bring it in right there. S Snoop is that man, that man's magic. That man's magic. That that segment could have just time could have stood still and he kept Absolutely. it all together. No, no doubt about that. Hey, are we going to WrestleMania 40 in Philly? It ain't ever gonna get closer for us. So if it's gonna happen, <laughs> a hop, skip, and a jump up the road is gonna be the time for it to happen. Because hell, yeah. we won't have to pay for no damn flights. That's my yeah. thinking. Yeah, I mean, the only possibilities outside of being closer for us in the DC area is North Carolina could do something. Um, but other than that, circle back to New York, which is kind of dangerous considering it could get cold. But Philly, this is definitely the closest we're going to get right now. There's a lot of new stadiums in the world and in, in, in the uh states that they want they're gonna to want to hit. 
They're going to want to do Allegiance for WrestleMania. They're going to want to do Atlanta for WrestleMania. They may even do Minnesota since they got a new stadium. They may go back up to San Francisco. There's a lot of places they will want to hit before they decide to risk it on some of these older cold areas. Yeah, stiff masks for sure on bangers, bangers, bangers there. <laughs> Anywho, appreciate y'all in the comments. Keep getting in there crazy. We'll make sure we read them off. Uh, I, my, Myron Kid, yeah, Cody should be fine with Vince in charge. Cody was a primary focus on Raw before Vince had to leave. I mean, either way, either way. The, the old fans who brought him back yeah. a year ago. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're going to talk about Vince. We're going to talk yeah. about Vince in the second yeah. half. We're we're mm-hmm. headed that direction. Got to get WrestleMania out of the way, and then we will talk all the Vince drama and the sky is falling. God, we're, on, we're already most at halftime. So, yeah. okay, real quick, any other WrestleMania thoughts before we go to halftime? Overall, it's an entirely fantastic weekend. Stand and Deliver should absolutely get his praise. The North American Championship match was a banger that I don't mm-hmm. think enough people are talking about. But overall, I mean, Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker getting in there, tearing it up. Um, you know, NXT was dope. Uh, the Hall of Fame, listen, we don't really have to put the Hall of Fame over, but Conan did the job for them uh, because what a fantastic <laughs> introduction and for the inductee of Rey Mysterio uh telling the story bringing the energy and whatnot uh but overall you know entire fantastic weekend of programming from WWE uh just to get into a two night uh a two night event of WrestleMania that both nights had people uh very sports entertained <laughs> no doubt no doubt sports entertainment from top to bottom I said before I think night one was a complete home run Night two probably was a triple. It was damn close. Good stuff in there. It just, you know, night one, I think it's always going to be a little bit more exciting because everything's fresh and new. Like you were saying, cyan. it's just, yeah. it is what it is. And then I think people knocking down night two, it's just, they had an issue with that way that main event finished and they can't get over that. And yeah. I don't know. It, it is what it is. The story continues on and we'll get into that in the second half. So after our break, Oh, we got stuff to talk about. We got to talk about Monday morning when a business deal was announced and the new world that is possibly coming to us very soon. People thinking the sky has fallen and all kinds of stuff like that because Endeavor appears to be looking to buy the WWE and changes are afoot. Or are they? We'll see. People seem to think they know everything that's going on with this, but I'm not quite so convinced about that. So back in one minute, your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast is here, and we will be back in just a sec. Are you a fan of all things media? Are you a fan of professional wrestling and sports? Then you need to check out Big Gold Belt Media. We're the ultimate destination for all things entertainment and media, with the latest news, interviews, and analysis from the world of the aforementioned entertainment realm. Our team of dedicated journalists and analysts will bring you exclusive content that you're not going to find anywhere else. And we're not just an online destination. We attend live events, conventions, bringing you behind-the-scenes access and exclusive content that you're not going to find anywhere else. Plus, you can show your support for our brand by subscribing to our Patreon, patreon.com slash biggoldbelt. Join the Big Gold Belt media community today and stay ahead of the game. Follow up all our social media platforms at Big Gold Belt for the latest updates and exclusive content. Whether you're a diehard wrestling, sports, nerd culture fan, or just a casual like some people, Big Gold Belt Media has everything you're going to need to stay informed and entertained. So what are you waiting for? 
Check us out today at BigGoldBelt.com. That's BigGoldBelt.com. Welcome back, folks. Season 3, Episode 10, your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. Talking everything WrestleMania in the first half, and it wouldn't be this week of wrestling in the wrestling business without, I mean, there's always drama this yeah. week. It's the biggest week of the year. And in some ways, I guess this, I mean, the news we're about to talk about in so many ways, it feels to me like when I think about it, it's like, this is kind of some of the biggest news of all time that this actually is happening. So before showtime Sunday, the rumors started to swirl that, uh, the talk of a sale that we've been hearing forever might be done. The, the, the deal might be made. And the talk was that Endeavor, who uh, currently owns UFC and <laughs> has for some time, was going to be the landing spot. That they had made the offer and the price that WWE's been looking to get, the billions they were after were coming through, and the deal was done. That was the rumor. Show happens. Nick Hausman at the press conference afterwards even proposed the question, asked Triple Twice. H, asked Roman Reigns, asked Paul Heyman, asked it two times, and they all, you know, we don't know what you're talking about. No comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he asked, though, that he had the, he added him to ask. So props Listen, to Nick Hausman for Nick, asking. Yeah, Nick is my guy, man. That's all I'm going to say. And check out House of Wrestling, his new outlet. He is uh, venturing out, doing his own, you know, stepping away from wrestling inc and he he said listen if i'm going to bet on myself i'm going to get those big stories okay <laughs> <laughs> and they come no bigger so he asked the question that people were wondering at the darn press conference so that was awesome nothing yeah. was said though the next morning i wake up and i see it already on the damn timeline i guess it was time to release 7 a.m the announcement from endeavor it's happening they're gonna take wwe and UFC and spin them off into their own new company underneath the um, Endeavor umbrella. There was a big, huge appearance by Vince and Ari Manuel of Endeavor on a CNBC that morning. And essentially the long and short of it without getting into too many details is the deal has been uh, agreed upon. It will be closed later this year, assuming there's no, you know, hitches that come up along the way, which are always a possibility. You never know. Things can fall apart. It is by no means a done deal, but terms have been agreed upon. They're going to give that man $9.3 million to that company. It is crazy. Cra crazy money. $9.3 billion, a mustache, and he gets to keep executive position. So... <laughs> You make a deal with the devil, I swear the devil gets everything he wants and then some. Listen, you know what's funny? It should have been foreshadowing because Linda McMahon was at WrestleMania. And I haven't seen Linda near wrestling in a long time. So I was like, oh, right. yeah, something's odd happening here. So I guess she wanted to make sure that the the, the T's were crossed and the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the I's were dotted here. Yeah, yeah. So all that happened, a crazy yeah. Monday that then flowed into the Raw after Mania that I'll most everyone out there seems to be very disappointed by the raw after mania so, wind let out of their sails, lack of sizzle, lack of surprises. Really the big thing that happened was the Brock and Cody deal. But the big story coming out of raw after mania was that the old man is 
got his hands on things again. He was running the show and all this because now that the new ownership has him in charge, it's all over for Triple H. The sky is falling. It's gloom and doom. And folks, <laughs> Saturday night, it was uh, people talking about an amazing show. Sunday, okay. People don't think it's quite as amazing. Some people don't like the main event, but still, lots of good stuff. Suddenly, Monday, everything's ruined. <laughs> everything's ruined. <laughs> everything's down. ruined from this Shut announcement. <laughs> oh, my God. This has been a hell of a week for just, like, reactions and people being crazy. But as I'm ter- terming it, if you go online, people are going to tell you the sky is falling. That it is all over. Yeah. Vince has his hands all over everything. Triple Triple H may as well pack his bag and uh head out to like you know go spring break somewhere because he's he's it's all over for him. And if, if you were having a good time watching WWE for the past you know six months, it's all over. All because Raw was Raw wasn't good after Mania, so it's all over now. Um, I guess j- j- jump in here because this has just been I've been shaking my head all week because I'm like, God damn. One show just like, <laughs> and we got to throw everything out because that's how people are acting here. Like one show, and it is, it's all it's all been ruined. They burnt the pizza. It's all over. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. They burnt the pizza. <laughs> um, I actually, you know, one I will say this. I, I went back home Friday, so um, Raw was like a oh, man. I actually always wanted to do a Raw after Mania. Mm-hmm. Um. But I wasn't disappointed because it wasn't anything that I wanted to be there for. And, and honestly, it wasn't really anything about the storyline. I really wanted to just kind of feel that shocking energy that happens from that surprise or unbelievable moment and whatnot. Um, which a lot of those moments came when Vince was at the head of the table here. Oh, yeah. It's been, it's been years since we've really had a loaded up. Raw yeah. after Mania in a lot of ways. When when you really think of the last couple of years, it hasn't been as nuts as it used to be with like yeah. four or five NXT call-ups and people returning yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and honestly, I'm just going to say like, it's, it's just, this is just an overreaction. I don't think Raw was good, but I just don't think it was reason to like, you know, burn an entire house down and, you know, and throw a hissy fit. I just think that like, you know, just wasn't good. And yeah. um. I, I said okay on to next week but again i i really beyond that shocking fact i was like okay what's next for cody and when cody said he had to show up i was like okay well let's see what that's about and again i think cody is getting ready to do this 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 hard times error he has to get beat down a lot to show the resilience to get back up and um that should be interesting going forward and putting him next to brock and that even shocking moment shall i say of brock turning on him you know i didn't mind it but whatever it is that folks feel uh, here's the thing it's it's like vince is like an easy target for everything and then good mm-hmm. it's vince fault if i like it it's vince fault so yep. I, sometimes, it. yeah it's just over exaggerated at times and i honestly i don't really care who is actually running it's just the show is the show and before we knew before we all knew it all we weren't mad about Vince doing all this goodness back then. Now all of a sudden, everybody know everything. And as soon as it ain't something they like, Vince fault, Vince fault, Vince fault. <laughs> so you know, anything what, that's good, anything that's good. Oh, tri- that's Triple H. That was yeah. Triple H. Can't 
can't be something bad on the show and have it yeah. be Triple H's fault, uh, carrying cross, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> the Bray like, Wyatt yeah. months of talking and stuff. I mean, yeah. let, let's not look at let's not look at the past, you know, six months with rose colored glasses. There yeah. have been duds in there. Ain't no one is gonna bat a hundred percent and hit home runs all the time, no matter who they are. Right. Let me Give a shout out to my Brody over at Just My Opinion Reviews. My homie, B. Avery, y'all go check him out. You love movies. You like everything I like here at the channel. Obviously, you got to go there and check him out as well, too. Uh, breaking down movies weekly, weekly movie news or entertainment news. Got all that good stuff there. And um, trailer reactions and so on. So go check my 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 man out here. But yeah, I, I'm not blaming Vince for this stuff, man. If it's a bad show, it's a bad show. I don't care who's behind it. Uh, it's, it's just at the end day, it just wasn't a good raw on to next week. You know, it's not always yeah. going to be good. You know, hell, every yeah, Marvel movie here, ain't good. <laughs> and here's the thing. If that news hadn't broken on Monday about the sale, people wouldn't be, I think, jumping all over, you know, oh, it, it was Vince. It's, it, it's, the, it's the new, the new ownership. It, it, it's ruining it. Everything's going to go downhill now because Vince is back in power. I mean, what, what would people have been saying if it had that same show, but no Vince involved? It would have been up, I guess, the rumor of him being involved. But would people have been like, oh, what the hell is Triple H doing tonight? No, people have been all, you know, up on that. It's it's just, it's such an over the top quick reaction to one show. My, immediately fe- my immediate feeling was this okay, that wasn't a good show. It definitely yeah. wasn't hitting on all cylinders. We got SmackDown tomorrow night. Let's see what happens on SmackDown. Yeah, I tell you if what. If anything, my thinking is this I want to see where we are in two weeks. Yeah. Okay, in two weeks from now, is, is he showing up at every show? Is he that hands-on again? If he's yeah. actually doing that, showing up everything two weeks from now, then it's like, okay, now there's some reason to be concerned because it's like, okay, maybe we are heading in a different direction. But even though, what the hell am I going to do about it? You know? it's yeah. they, they got, it's the, the landscape is going to change behind the scenes there. Yeah, That's the thing. A, the people got to get ready for this. People do have to get ready for this because when Endeavor bought UFC, they buy in the place. They look into what run things the way they run or run, run them. This is the first time in a long time where it's going to be like, you know, we're going to see like other people involved that aren't wrestling people. They're going to be like, nah, we want this done like this. You know, there's actually other people who are going to be holding the purse strings now. I, it's so. going to be a different dynamic going forward. Once this, once this all goes through, that's our thing. We gotta remember, right now, nothing's happened yet. The yeah. sale is agreed to. It's not like, okay, damn it, everyone new is, you know, showing up now. That's going to be late this year we're looking at at the earliest for that kind of stuff to happen. Yeah, let me read this comment real quick. Um, I don't think the product radically changed between Vince and Triple H. Uh, subjective. I, there's, there's definitely been notable, notable changes with Triple H, but, you know, I think it was much like a, a car scent, you know, makes your car feel brand new for a moment. But it still becomes the same car you had afterwards, and yeah, people absolutely, yeah, people, people be taking it personal with Vince, man. Yep. (laughs) Anything they don't like, it's his fault. Yeah, he gets over every time his music drops, though. You can believe that. And by the way, you're talking about SmackDown. You know, everyone's reacting to like, what's Triple H going to talk about? It's going to do the exact same thing he did on Monday. To me, this is like it's it's. It's their new season. Why was not the season, or or is it the season premiere? I'm not sure. But in WWE season, this is the season premiere. So you need to come out on both shows and establish something. Hey, we're not going anywhere. Also, don't forget, 
in order to watch Raw, you need cable. In order to watch right. SmackDown, you don't. It's two different audiences here. They are also been booked like two different audiences where SmackDown at a point did feel like a legitimate sports brand. Raw went to become the entertainment brand. I felt, felt like it flopped a couple of times, but still, two different audiences I feel like I care to. Which also brings me to your thought, Will, in, in terms of Endeavor. I think at a point they will take a look at it and say, how can we mo- make this more of a sports brand, advertisement, product placement, which Vince has been masterful at, which I'm sure they're going to like. Look at WrestleMania. Look at WrestleMania. Nick Khan had almost every day a match like sponsored by some Captain whether it was Crunch, Turbo Tax, Crunch, Turbo Tax, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. They yeah. were nailing. They had every darn match with something, and that's where I think we're headed. And hell, with those LED boards, it makes it easy. You can just throw up a graphic. You got Logan Paul out there with his prime. It's like yeah, right. that is going to be where we're headed with just everything's going to have. You know, this match brought to you by yeah. such and such. You know, Snickers. It, it, you know, Snickers in the yeah. mix. Hey, can, I, I've been tweeting this, but I don't think it, it got enough love because you know people don't love us. It's all good, but TurboTax was so over that no one's <laughs> talking about it. When the TurboTax uh, 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 commercials was running, the uh-huh. TurboTax chants were going nuts. And I really? laughed for a bit. I swear to God. I swear. <laughs> and it, it was so funny because it's an easy chant. TurboTax. TurboTax. Which you like, okay, fine. All the wrestler, all the wrestling folks doing wrestling things. But then I thought about it like, nah, people really do fuck with TurboTax. That's how the fuck everybody got here. <laughs> they found their taxes. <laughs> <laughs> got their money. It was like I'm going to WrestleMania. <laughs> I'm buying that belt this year. Now that I got all this money back, I'm I'm buying that belt, and I'll probably get a Money in the Bank briefcase. Hell yeah, TurboTax. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the WrestleMania Superstore got hooked up with some refunds while people were there. Damn right. Hey, listen, listen. As a responsible adult, the way how people were ching chinging it in that job, I was like, man, listen. <laughs> you, tell me your secret because like man people are just like man i'll get this i don't even care and, and 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 as a person who don't like to hold things the fact that people were buying so much stuff that they can barely hold it was like giving me the ick i'm like what are y'all doing but <laughs> you gotta you carry know, that around all damn night <laughs> all damn night <laughs> oh no that's too damn much too damn much but that's i think that's the big thing this that damn the, the sale agreement just sent people into a tailspin, and it's like pump the brakes. They they get, this is a deal that's got to be worked out. They got to figure out what the hell they're doing. The only thing I see drastically changing, probably when things first go down, is they're gonna look at that office. They're gonna be like, okay, there's a lot of positions between these two places that we can probably you know streamline and have different divisions doing the same thing. You know, do you need like two different, you know, promotions divisions for each side or, you know, two as huge staffs? Maybe you need one and a half or something. You know, do you really need with the business models being so similar, you know, as huge a thing as it could possibly be? Because the whole idea is, you know, they're, they were talking about the thing. It's going to be all about the synergy of, you know, UFC and WWE and the businesses yeah. being similar and using that to take everything to the next level. So I'm sure they're going to be like, okay, look. We got all these people doing this. We got all these people doing this. Our people over here do this this way. We like how this is done. So maybe we want it handled like that from now on. I mean, there, there's lots it's, of stuff that's, you know, that that's above our pay grade. And yeah. that's behind the scenes stuff. But that's where I figured that's where stuff's going to change first. 
It's gonna yeah. be that kind of stuff behind the nuts and bolts of things. And, and like I could I could be completely talking out of my ass here, but if I'm not mistaken, um McDonald's and Chipotle are are owned under the yes. same entity, right? Yep, absolutely. There's nothing similar about them. No, not how they run commercials, not how they advertise, not anything. Um, you can easily kind of equate that to like, well, if they're under the same umbrella, then there should be similarities to it. We're not talking about like checkers and rallies here, because that's yeah, you know. But I, th- I think that, yeah, I think the business of things is going to change. You know, things that's way out of our pay grade, way out of our interest. The business back aspects. I absolutely feel like the investors, the advertisement sponsors, all that other stuff is going to change. I mean, I'm not sure exactly when Endeavor came into the UFC, but the UFC went from, uh, you know, everybody go out there and get your own sponsorship, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, by the way, we're about to we about to ink this Reebok deal. Right. Everybody, Everyone's stuck with it. Yeah. Everybody stuck with it, which was, uh, which was a method to get fighters paid more. Um, even though they're still not getting paid enough, which now some people are starting to get paid. Um, and I think it's just going to be measures in, in terms of like th- folks may look over at how folks are doing things, but I do absolutely don't think there's going to be a means of like, oh, we need to be WWE or they need to be all together. They need to be a transitional point from one to the next. It's not going to be anything like that. Um, I think if anything, we're just going to see more folks being hooked up to go to each other's shows. Like, you know, I can imagine oh, as a wrestler, uh-huh. you're going to black. And, and the MVP, who I got to speak to, who's a huge UFC fan, if you didn't know, um, I'm sure he's going to eat this all up. He's going to be like, I'm never paying for a, a UFC ticket again. Like, <laughs> we under the same umbrella here. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm coming through all day, all night. And there will be folks saying, I want to go see wrestling. With These these people got kids. So they'll be like, Absolutely. oh, yeah. I can, I can and come on up. now. And come on now. The first thing that jumped out at me is how many of these aren't fighters are going to be winding down their careers and immediately thinking of stuff like, you know, hey, now I can transition over into WWE and not have to do like a whole damn new. How is that going to be built into people's contracts going forward? That, hey, if you want to do that after three years or so, you transition over. We we can make that happen because now it's not a matter of having to work out a whole new deal, being it's all under the same damn umbrella. It's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to yeah. be interesting. And, who I think that's the big thing. And this at the first thing we're gonna see, it's gonna be business stuff. They're not gonna be coming in there and being like, okay, we gotta Cody Rhodes, he ain't gonna be champion. Roman Reigns, he isn't gonna do this. We're gonna get rid of Triple H running the show. It's like yeah, th- that kind of that kind of detail, they ain't gonna be sweat. I don't see them sweating that kind of stuff. It's much bigger behind the scenes business stuff that they're gonna be thinking of. And if anything, the folks worrying about Vince being too involved and all that kind of stuff. I'm looking at it like this. Vince is going to have a boss now for the first time in ever. Vince is going to have bigger things to worry about than week to week TV. When all this goes through, it's going to be about business. It's not going to be about what's happening at nine 30 on raw every damn week that he's going to be worrying about. It, it's it's going to be interesting. So yeah, I don't know. Me, enough of that. I think on that part. Maybe yeah, just say no. Nah, just read a couple of comments. You know, yeah. Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram are the same brother. Uh, so listen, WhatsApp and Facebook both have, and which when you say Facebook, you can also say Messenger, which are both communication yep. aspects of it. They're different. Nor do they have to be the same thing. Uh, CNN, Cartoon Network, at, at times they're the same. Yep. <laughs> the whole, I mean, everything under Warner Brothers. Yeah, and then book it. 
Dana White versus Packer McAfee, the match that no one needed, but here we are. <laughs> um, and I will say this too. You talk about Vince, like Vince is old. Vince is not going to be wanting to go to every show anymore. Seventy-seven. A man, man just made $9.3 billion. Billion. I, he's going to sit his ass home <laughs> at some point. At some point, you're promoted so high in your rankings, you don't have to fight the war anymore. <laughs> so um, did is Vince? I mean, and think about it. Was Vince in, in LA? Yes. Did he run? Did what could he possibly have ran Raw? Sure, because if he goes anywhere near Raw, which he will, everyone's gonna instantly cater towards him. They're gonna be like, oh, Vince is here. Let's see what he, he got to say. He's gonna have the first thing to that, say. the first thing that jumped out at me is like. He's at the Raw that happened on literally the biggest day of his business life. Of course he's going to do some shit that day. Of course he's going to want to be involved with some stuff. He literally had the one of the biggest announcements of his entire career happen that morning. Coming yeah. off of their biggest show of the year. He this was going to be involved in some way. This you know? is the message. This is the Vince yeah. retirement pack. Vince and Linda, yeah. by the way. <laughs> there you go. She, she may really just really get all the way out of politics now. Because, yeah, I mean. <laughs> cash out here shoot shoot, shoot she this is gonna be a, her her uh, payment for a another run at something <laughs> you know this and influx hell. of cash is good and hell bad. the old man might get itchy i mean if you got people you got you got tyrants like desantis going crazy who's <laughs> I, I, I could imagine texas wanting a celebrity <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, right, did, I did. I just want to quickly say that Cody Rhodes um, uh, reported by Fightful that Co- Cody Rhodes outsold everybody in merch. Oh, he's going to be good. Wow. Good. He's going to he's going to go. be good. Good. You know, you know, that's all that matters. He's there. safe. He's safe. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. safe. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. So let's switch gears for our final segment as we go into the home stretch here. The other big announcement in wrestling this week last night from AEW Tony Khan. I was figuring we we've been heard rumblings for a long time. You know, UK show was coming. UK Even show is coming. Saturday UK show. Day, right, something. So yeah, the UK show's coming. It's gonna happen. The end of August. The twist we didn't see coming was AEW all in at Wembley Stadium. <laughs> that was the twist that we did not see coming. So Wembley Stadium, where SummerSlam 92 happened, a 90,000 plus venue gigantic venue in london so the surprise to me is just like okay there's been talk about y'all doing a stadium show at some point to test the waters on that since the biggest thing they've done is arthur ash in new york with you know twenty thousand. i always kind of figured okay maybe like a forty thousand venue or a fifty thousand venue but like okay we aiming big <laughs> we going as big as we can go but we're doing it with the overseas deal so Wembley, the end of August, uh, initial reaction, I was kind of like, well, goddamn. And then the more I think about it, it's like, well, okay, first time in the country, first time, you know, in Europe. So they're probably going with the idea that, okay, people could travel from all over Europe, come to this. It's going to be the end of the summer. So, you know, make make a big event out of it. If you're going to test the waters of a stadium show, might as well do it first time in the country because you're never going to be as hot as the first time you come in. And then the, the part I think people are missing is I think people are immediately focused on that damn, you know, 90,000 seat deal. Read the comment, Will. Read the comment. I, I know. We pray it don't rain. 
Hey, no roof on Wembley, that's for sure. The thing that jumped out at me was like, okay, just because it's a 90,000 seat venue, don't mean you need to have 90,000 people in it. We've seen our Royal Rumbles done, our SummerSlams are being done. 60. Exactly. 50,000, 40,000 or whatever. You configure the place in a way to where the part you're not using, you can't see. And it's all good. Hell, now, of course, I'm sure they would love to have 90,000 and set a huge damn record. That might be a big pie in the sky dream that good luck to you if you can pull that off. But by no means, if that place is a third full and there's 30,000 people there, that is no less of a success. That is a home run for them because it yeah. will be their biggest crowd. So yeah. th- I think that's the part people are going to get lost on is like, if it only ends up being a crowd that size, you're like, look, they couldn't even get like the place halfway full. And it's like, it's the biggest crowd they've ever had. That's still a mammoth amount of people. First time in the country. Uh, that's my thoughts. What do you think about this whole deal? Yeah, welcome back, All In, uh, which was a revolutionary uh, pay-per-view, as he properly mm-hmm. alluded to, was done by the Bucks. He mentioned Cody Rhodes and uh, Kenny Omega. And, you know, he didn't, Tony didn't have a stake in that then. Uh, but this absolutely was... The four of them, the the elite, should we say at the time, uh, proving that, yeah, they can do this. It went from a, a a gamble online to them doing it. So, like, to to kind of reflect back five years to become everything that it is now, I think this is really um, an interesting pay of respect to them. So I'll just say that because I've been waiting for all in. Now that Tony Khan inquire ROH, you start to think like, well, what is he going to do and how he's going to do it? But uh, yeah, if you deprive the entire nation. <laughs> of not getting AEW, of course they're going to show up and show out because, well, this may be their first and only time for a very long time to see it. So it's a risky gamble, which I think does allude to the moniker of All In. Right. Um. There so I, I like that. And why not do Wimby? I mean, Wembley, they've been doing, uh, what's, what's his name in uh, New York? Fits the mode Off here. Yeah, author yeah. ass. So I'm, I'm, I'm cool with this. Um, and I think they will absolutely sell a hell of a lot of tickets. Um, I think they will do their tier thing where we notice that they'll be like, oh, we sold out because, you know, Tony loves numbers. So it'll be like, oh, we sold out. Oh, additional tickets are available. So I think they will yep, exactly do. You scale it. Yeah, you scale Start it. Start at you, one level. You add mm-hmm, some more. Be like, okay, mm-hmm. we got this. We got to this many. And yeah, you see how mm-hmm. far you can push it. Absolutely. Yeah. And the UK fans have been, as mentioned right here by Myron Kidd, they have been begging for a big show mm-hmm. for a while. So it makes sense. And granted, I don't know who it is, but somebody on the media call always asks us, when are you coming to UK, Tony? When are you coming to yep. UK? So Hell, finally, they and, get don't forget, and don't forget, they've been on TV there since the jump. Yeah. So they've been on TV there since the show launched. So yeah. the UK is starving for an AEW show. So the crowd is going to be hot no matter where they ran. The only surprise is that they're like, okay, let's do the biggest damn spot we can possibly do. (laughs) Yeah. AEW doesn't spend much in their production. So I I don't see them more than 75. I mean, either way, I think they're going to tear. I think you start 50, uh, uh, release additional 10K um, and see what they can get to. See how, you know, they'll they'll knock those 50 out in no time, especially with the, uh, the, the, the folks who'll be reselling tickets. But I think there will still be a demand for an extra 10 and then, you know, just do what they do. 
uh, I think the only other comment I want to say is, oh, and by the way, um, of, of our team, uh, Jamal, who who is our AEW correspondent, I mean, he's he wasted no time to say, man, he booking his flight. Yeah, and I, I think in. that's cool. I th- yeah, I think that's cool. You know, when you get a destinational place for wrestling, then, yeah. Who I've never been to the UK. Surely as hell never been to Wembley. And, and, and in fact, if I went to the UK, I'm not even sure what that had been on my things to do. But this is definitely like a, hmm, this is actually maybe worth it here. So, um, and yeah, and as this comment says, like, pre-registration opens soon, which is interesting. Pre-registration? What the hell is this? This ain't, this ain't. Yeah, I said Nike. tickets are going on sale uh, beginning of May, I think. Yeah, what the hell is pre-registration? May. I guess this is like to 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 avoid Ticketmaster shenanigans or whatnot. Maybe to <laughs> get away from the box or whatnot. Well, would it be, what, would it be an international show? I mean, that might be something they got to take into account as we're selling yeah. tickets to an overseas event. This yeah. isn't a U.S. show, so yeah, yeah. Who knows? But um, we'll see, man. Good, good for them. Obviously, the the announcement was something that people thought was going to be the Saturday show, or an announcement of somebody else, or whatnot. Um, but while this wasn't a big bang of an announcement that everybody thought it was going to be, all in returns going to Wembley Stadium. This should be interesting and definitely, uh, you know, happy for all the folks from the UK who get to wrestle in your backyard there's been a lot of excitement about that and uh we'll see how they put the card together there we go all right we are at our hour we made it i was wondering if we'd make it through everything between all the wrestlemania drama and all the business drama but we pulled it off so as always thursday nights 8 p.m your big gold belt wrestling podcast streams live right here between twitter and twitch and youtube and all the different platforms and then if you're looking for audio we got you too. audio version the podcast drops the next day on all your favorite podcast platforms in the meantime when you're not listening or watching biggoldbelt.com for all the news between wrestling and comics and movies and entertainment and all that and of course at big gold belt on all social media between twitter and instagram facebook all that good stuff. So we got you covered one way or another. But Thursday at 8 p.m., this is where we are. Hopefully we'll have more of the guys back next week. As we head into the new season, we'll see what happens on SmackDown next week. And uh, we go from there. We go from there. So that's that. So, all right, folks, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. Recover from your WrestleMania hangover. And we will see you (laughs) next week.